0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2108, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another Friday show where I answer your questions. On all the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an audiobook, and with permission from the authors. Now, I'll let you know how you can send in your own question at the end of the show and get rewarded for it. But for now, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Shane writes, I've been hearing mixed messages about the health effects of drinking alcohol. I'm a relatively healthy person, but I do enjoy a seltzer and wine combo with dinner at the end of the day. I've heard both sides of the argument any amount of alcohol is bad. Then I hear about 90-year-olds in Italy that swear by consuming wine daily. I'm curious about your thoughts on this. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Shane. And I can't believe I haven't talked about alcohol and its health effects. I've been doing this podcast for so long, I can't believe this has never come up. So, let me start by quoting one of the most respected universities in the world, Harvard University. When it came to alcohol consumption and the potential health effects of consuming alcohol, the Harvard School of Public Health posted a statement on their website in very clear terms for anyone to read that said this, the clearly beneficial effects of alcohol on cardiovascular risk factors makes a compelling case that alcohol itself, when used in moderation, reduces the risk of cardiovascular disease. End quote. Now, that is a very bold statement. Talk about a clear message. In the health field, very rarely do we see such clear statements about food and its effects on health. Now, before you reach for that wine glass, let me explain why the Harvard School of Public Health made such a bold statement. I mean, come on, you know me well enough by now, right? You knew this couldn't be the whole story. Let's start by looking at how Harvard may have come to this conclusion. You know how I always talk about how it's important to not just take the advice of what one study might say, but instead look at what a bunch of studies say, and how if a bunch of studies all reach the same conclusion, then we may start to believe there's something real going on? Well, when we look at published studies on the health effects of consuming alcohol, we see that not just one study, well scratch that, not just two studies, well honestly not even just ten studies over 100 studies have shown drinking alcohol in moderation reduces the risk for the development of a number of cardiovascular-related diseases. Some of these include coronary artery disease, which often leads to a heart attack, stroke, which is when the brain doesn't receive oxygen-rich blood and as a result can lead to brain cell death, and peripheral vascular disease, This is when plaque starts to form in the arteries that supply oxygen-rich blood to your arms and legs. Over 100 studies found these types of health benefits to consuming alcohol in moderation. Other studies have even found that consuming alcohol in moderation can also reduce the risk of death from all of these conditions I just mentioned. Oh, and this reduced risk of death not only includes people who are healthy, but also those who have already had a heart attack, those with high blood pressure, and even those with diabetes. Phew, let's slow down for a second. Let's not celebrate yet. Let's again put down that wine bottle. I keep saying consuming alcohol in moderation, but I haven't talked about what that means. For those that were identified as male at birth, moderation means no more than two drinks per day. For those that were identified as female at birth, it means no more than one drink per day. But what's one drink? One drink means that we've consumed between 12 and 14 grams of alcohol. The problem with this measurement is, if we're not reading nutrition labels, we may not know how many grams of alcohol there are in whatever we're drinking at the moment. Not to mention, if you start mixing drinks, it's really hard to measure. So, to try and put this idea of one drink in more real terms, here are some examples. One drink would be the typical 12-ounce can of beer. Or... Another example would be six ounces of wine. A shot of hard liquor like whiskey or gin, which is about one and a half ounces, would also count as one drink. So let me stop and be clear here. Notice I use the word or as I was describing those examples. This means each of the examples counts as one drink. If I were to have a 12-ounce beer, six ounces of wine, and a shot of whiskey or gin all in one day, that would mean I have had three drinks. Consuming three drinks means we have gone over this definition of moderation, no matter what gender we may have been identified with. So, according to the Harvard School of Public Health, by sticking to these recommendations of drinking in moderation, we may reduce the risk of developing cardiovascular disease. But there are some that may want to ignore these findings and stay away from alcohol completely. For example, those that are pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant in the near future consuming any form of alcohol is not recommended. The same goes for those with a history or family history of addiction. Also, those that are under the age of 21 in the US should probably not consume alcohol. But let's say we have someone that is of drinking age, but is still relatively young and wants to start consuming alcohol early in life to try and prevent cardiovascular disease later. Well, it seems that the health benefits of consuming alcohol doesn't really start to kick in until around age 40. So that means it may not help to start drinking alcohol when we're younger, even if we are of drinking age. If we want to consume alcohol in moderation in the hopes of lowering our risk for having a heart attack or stroke, then we might as well wait until we're at least 40 years old. Also, we should remember that everyone reacts to alcohol a bit differently. I said that two drinks per day for those that were identified as male at birth is considered moderation, but for some, Two drinks may be too much. They may not have the alcohol tolerance to handle that much at one time or even throughout the day. And what about those with pre-existing conditions like liver or kidney disease or those taking medications or supplements that may interact with alcohol? They should probably stay away from alcohol too. All right, so where does that leave us? Basically, yes, alcohol may be beneficial for some, but it may not be beneficial for everyone it is important to know what drinking in moderation means. Because again, according to all those studies I mentioned, this is the sweet spot. If we consume more than this definition of moderation, risks for all sorts of other diseases start to increase. But if you do think that consuming alcohol in moderation is right for you, ask your healthcare provider first, just to make sure it won't aggravate a pre-existing condition or interfere with any medications or supplements you may already be taking. Now, before I wrap this up, let me go back to where I started. The Harvard School of Public Health and that bold statement they made about alcohol in moderation and how it reduces the risk for cardiovascular disease. Well, I hid something from you. I don't do that very often, and when I do, I always come clean. I didn't mention something. They also added after that bold statement. The Harvard School of Public Health also said, quote, If you don't drink, there's no need to start. You can get similar benefits from exercise and eating nutritious foods. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors we'll get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again so much for taking the time to send in your question, Shane. Now, if you want to send your questions in, you can email them to health at oldpodcast.com. That's health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played on the show, come by slash ask Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 1,61: I love OHD. That's one. And now if you send in a relevant question and you're in the U.S., we'll physically mail you a copy of our hardcover Optimal Living Daily Workbook for free. And if you're outside the U.S., we'll send you a digital version. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. Answering them is one of my favorite parts of this show. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.